I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Madrid, Spain. Not originally, but let's unpack that. Uh, Ma Lambi, I will I'll get her to correct it for me, is, is on the show with me today. She works as a technical architect uh, for KPMG. She's in her second year as a MVP. She loves technology, digital transformation, has a great passion for things such as public speaking, uh, politics, and dancing. Awesome. As a lover of uh, oratory, uh, rhetoric, and participant in debates, competition during her university days. So I can imagine she would be quite fierce in an argument. You can find her on Twitter. I'll let her tell you what her Twitter handle is and her blog website. Mari, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. I must say, I know how difficult it is to pronounce my name. So um, it's like a typical Catalan surname. But yeah, nice nice to be here. How are you? Good, good. So tell us what your name is properly. Yes. So my full name, my full Spanish name, I know that you already had some Spanish colleagues in the show. So my full name is Maria del Mar. Llambi Morillas. So I have middle name and two surnames. That is so cool. It's so musical. Yeah. I mean, so I musical. spend a lot of time I, I, I love it. with my name every time I have to say it, but it's really nice. So it's so good to have you on the show. And uh, obviously, if you're in Madrid, you didn't originate from Madrid if you have a Catalan name. So tell us a bit about food, family, and fun that kind of like everything you do that's not related to work? Yes. So I come from a a small city near Barcelona. I must say uh, it could be Barcelona, a really nice coastly city. So I spent all my summers near the beach. So it was really nice. Um, I come from a, a really Catalan family. So my surname is Catalan. And I must say that the Spanish was not my my mother tongue, so it means that I had to learn it at school. And I start studying, yeah, at the university in Barcelona. So um, there is where I got my software engineering degree. Then I got a master degree, and I became crazy. So I went, I I moved to Germany for for work so I've been there three years and then when I realized I wanted to come back is when I decided to go to Madrid um 
I love eating. I love Spanish food. I must say, I'm a really big fan of wine, of tapas, and going out with my friends. And you're right, I also love dancing. So I call Spain all day long dancing, but I have to work. <laughs> yeah. How do you find the heat of Madrid? It's so hot there. You know, as and I've been there so when it's been incredibly hot. How do you live with that heat? Yeah, that's... That's uh, true. In winter, the the weather, it's a really cold weather. So you have really low temperatures. Um, I was really used to Barcelona to have a, a middle weather where, um, yeah, when in, in winter it's not so cold, in summer it's not so hot. But in Madrid, oh, they really <laughs> live in extremes. Um, in summer, it's so hot. People don't go outside. It's really hot. You can reach the 45, 48 degrees every day. Um, it's, it's amazing. But, I mean, you just stay at home uh, with your conditioned air and, you, and your fan. And you just look for the, the autumn days and, and the winter. But, yeah, it's a, a really hot and warm weather um, before living in Madrid. Um, I didn't know it. It was so hard. Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. So tell me about, you know, you've talked about university and getting into technology. How did you find your pathway that led into business applications? Power platform? Wow, yeah, um, there is not an easy story behind. <laughs> I mean, the story is quite long. Everything started when I was 11 years old and I started um, doing some web pages with HTML, CSS. You know, in my family, they are really tech passionate. So I was always in touch with the technology. And I started being a full stack developer. Um, I never... I, I never realized I could be a consultant, such a, such a, this kind of, of job. I started as the full stack developer and then I started working by a company as a C sharp developer. They, they've been doing extensions for project server and for SharePoint server. It was 2007 and 2000, 2013 versions. And I really love it. I, I loved how Microsoft, I, I had no clue how Microsoft was really focused on the business solutions and how they, they were bringing real value on, on it. And it was, it was the, the story after that, it was really smoothly. I started working with Power Apps uh, when everything um, cracked out. Um, I started working with Power Automate and then I realized, okay, Mar you need to get into dynamics. So that's the that's going to be your future for sure. And then I remember like four years ago, I started with the CRM by myself because I, I was still working as a SharePoint developer. So I started doing things by myself, installing CRM, um, watching videos. And then I got my first project as a CRM consultant and I really enjoy it. And then is when I realized I want this to become my my main path. And now look at me. I'm a technical architect. Um, I work with really big projects, implementing dynamics and, and extending the, the data sources with Asia. And I really love it. I really love it. Mm. That is so that is so cool. What what type of industries 
do you build projects for? Is it like in the financial sector or you all, you know, what, what, what's your experience been on from an industry perspective? So before KPMG, I worked a lot um, with defense, so military companies, um, because I was living in Germany and they, there are a lot of them in Germany, and also with retail and finance. So these were the three main companies. And when I moved to Madrid, I started uh, focusing myself in energy so here in Spain, we have Repsol, we have really big uh, energy companies, and that's my main focus right now. So I did some financial small projects, but I really love energy because they they have a passion way how to see the digital transformation um, because they know that they have to be um they they have to be leads on that kind of, of transformation in terms of um, big databases, um, AI analytics. So I'm I focus myself on on this industry. Wow, this is amazing! This is amazing. So what what do you do um, from a community engagement perspective, right? Because as MVPs, we 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 do stuff that makes the wider community better. We help people. Um, as much as we can, we, we, you know, offer our skills to that community. What, what does that mean for you? What's your special, you know, what's your, your, your niche niche that you have created that you are, that, that you do for the community? Mm -hmm. Um, if you ask me, um, what's your main, um, community topic, I'm going to say, I love to participate in conferences and to spread about power platform. Um, I think I focus myself a lot in governance because of my job. I have to work with really enterprise projects, but in terms of pure community, um, I love to, I love to put something different on it. So, for example, um, we have um, a YouTube program, a monthly program. It's called Power Quiz. We do like an online quiz where, where people of everywhere in Spain, in Spain, they connect with us and we have some prizes and, and people participate answering some questions. And we are doing community. We are spreading about Power Platform. We are teaching about Power Platform, but in total different way. Um, I think that there are many ways how you can educate. So you can educate uh, doing video blogs and doing typical um, conferences, tech conferences. But I know that in Power Platform, there are a lot of business people that they have no clue about technology. So I want, I really like to do it like a game, like a, uh, like if something fun is behind everything. So if you watch out any of my conferences, you will see that all my demos, everything I do on my blog, um, it has a different touch. I try to do it. Um, I I try to make it funnier as it is. So. I think it helps to understand how everything works. Yeah. This is this is awesome. And and do you do everything in Spanish? No, normally um everything related with uh, blog posts and video and video um, blogs, I try to do it in Spanish because I think that we still don't have a lot of content about power platform, but I do participate in a lot of conferences worldwide in English. So I will be in, in the Scottish Summit this June. I will be there. 
Um, I was today in the Teams Nation, the conference about Microsoft Teams. So I really like to get in touch with the international community as well. So I think it helps also to um, to have some some personal branding and some personal position in the community. But my main focus will always be the Spanish community and the female community. That's my second, my second, um, my second pillar here. I really love to to encourage females to to do their first conferences. I really like to support them. Um, so to give them more visibility, like these women in tech that have been always in the shadow, so trying to put them in the light. This is good. This is good. Now I have a, and it's all around this area. Is that I just had somebody reach out to me in in the community, and they're aspiring, you know, to becoming an MVP at some point. They are located. They are located um, in Europe. Um, I, I forget the country specifically, um, Budapest, and I think is where they're located. And so, so one of the things that um, uh, that came up is that they said. There's nobody in in our community doing anything in their language, and um, you know, should I should I only be you know running events in English? Should I run it, only be blogging in English and that type of thing? And of course, I've got a lot of other Spanish MVP friends that I've met over the years and stuff. And what I've loved about the Spanish community is that very early on they did everything in Spanish, right? They no, we're not doing it in English, we're doing it in Spanish, and I think that there's there's a need for more cultures and languages for the the stuff that we do to be told in the native speaking languages of those cultures and 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 in those countries that are represented what's your thoughts totally so i i, I couldn't be um i mean totally aligned with you um of course, um, it should be always content in English. So that's the 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 major um, spoken language. I think that also in technology, um, everything is in English. So it's natural to have content in English. However, if you want people to get closer, if you want really to help people to educate, um, if you want them to... Um, yeah, to make easier the learning path, it will always be better if you do it in their native language. So, of course, English is a really nice language. And, of course, there are many people who can speak English. But at the end, how you think, how you transform, how you improve yourself, it's always in your mother tongue. So I think that it's also something rich in the community if you bring content in your mother tongue because you are doing something different and I'm sure that it will be someone in your country that will be really grateful that you did it in your mother tongue and at the end it's content and as more content as we have as many people we can reach and as many people we can help so totally agree yeah excellent any advice that you would give to to people just touching the Power Platform for the first time? They've come across, you know, I, I never find many people that decided I'm going to have a career in Dynamics 365 or a career in the Power Platform, right? Something happened, they bumped up against it in their job or, or, or whatever, and all of a sudden it's on their radar. 
what are kind of the those initial steps that you recommend they do to start stretching their power platform muscles um, or putting their dancing shoes on with the power platform and 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 really getting involved? So that's a really good question because, as you said, there are many and many people getting into the power platform every day. So my three big advices will be, first of all, um, try to look for really nice content. So there are a lot of MPPs and other people who are doing really nice YouTube videos and content that you can use to get into the platform. And if you never get in touch and you don't have a tech background, um, don't worry. So take your time. Um, it will take at the end, it will take time to you to understand how everything is built at the behind. Um, but this process, it's what Power Platform is about. You start with something tangible that you can have in two, three days. And in one year, you can have a really big enterprise solution working and built completely using Power Power Platform. And my third advice will be just have fun doing whatever you are doing right now, honestly. So I think that that's the key point in the Power Platform. It's like a toy. You can use it whenever you want and how you want. So try to discover it. Um, don't don't get um, don't get um, angry if something doesn't doesn't work as it should be. Um, it's always like this in technology. But just put your passion, put your time, and everything will come. But my first recommendation: it's always the same. Look for really nice. YouTube um, blogs content because there are plenty of them. There are plenty of instructors, and and I think that's that's the key thing. That's the key point here. Awesome. Okay, let's wrap up. I, I want you to uh, a couple of things. Where can people find you on Twitter? What's your Twitter Twitter handle? Yes, my Twitter is uh, Mar as my name, so M A R underscore as my surname, so Yambi, double L-A-M-B-I, so Yambi. And yeah, so reach me. I'm a person who really loves to, to get in touch with people. So I receive mounts of emails every week. I really love to solve troubles and questions. So just reach me if you need anything. Ma, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Mark, for having me. It was a pleasure, really. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again and see you next time.